Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. The winners are the, the people with the most stories. One of the great things about traveling is the people that you meet. I've slept in bus stations, like yeah. I've slept on people's floors. And it's already on fire, and then there's just a gigantic, huge explosion, like out of a Hollywood movie. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. We hired like 10 Chinese prostitutes to come be our audience. We were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> not a good idea to be high when you're packing. You forget a lot of stuff. I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thank you so much for listening. My guest today is Lisa Alvarado. Before we get to Lisa, please go to the website if you haven't already been, because there you can see photos, articles, destinations, and links to all our social media. And by social media, I mean, of course, our Facebook page. Give us a like on Facebook, please. Instagram, we're Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. Twitter, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. And there's links to Stitcher Radio, where you can subscribe for free to this show. And, of course, iTunes, where you can subscribe. And if you're going to go on iTunes, hey, why not give us a good rating? That helps people find the show because it boosts our presence, and that's always a cool thing. And, again, it costs you nothing. So if you can do that, I would appreciate it. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. If you're hearing this a week it comes out, I am already on my European tour Scandinavia, as well as Spain. Going to end in Spain. And speaking of Spain and speaking Spanish, speaking of Spain, speaking of Spanish, our guest Lisa Alvarado has just come from immersing herself in the Spanish language, which is odd because she lives in Los Angeles. But she did the full deal. She went down to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and walked the walk and definitely talked the talk. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk Mexico and other locations with the charming, beautiful, and funny... Lisa Alvarado. Enjoy. Lisa Alvarado. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm great. Buenos dias. Sí, buenos dias. Okay. Now, we are uh, talking to you after you've just come back from Mexico. Mexico. How long were you in Mexico? Puerta Vallarta. Uh, about almost seven weeks. Seven weeks. Now, yeah. I saw you were doing some comedy down there. I did. Okay. I, I got lucky. Was that the? Did you set that all up before you went? Actually, no. I was out there uh, in Spanish school, which is a little embarrassing. Wait a minute. Elisa Alvarado <laughs> needs to go to Spanish school. She does. And she lives in L.A. It's, as I if know. you couldn't speak. I know, but here the, the Mexicans actually charge money you know, to teach you things. <laughs> in Mexico, they're like, oh, you know, give me a couple pesos and I'll take you under my wing. And, but um, yeah, I, I was, my parents were born in Peru, but... You know, when my father, when we were growing up, he's like, all right, when I was about five years old, no more Spanish in the house. But they weren't fluent in English. So they would speak to us in Spanish. We would respond in English so they could learn English better okay. and we could lose our accent. But now I only respond in English. <laughs> I understand Spanish fluently, but I'm such a gringa and I hate that. Oh, okay. No so, offense. <laughs> like, Because, oh, you know, I am officially in L.A. County a minority. According to the last sentence, yes, cen- census, I should say, um, yes. barely, but I am. So I should. I'm like I, my my Spanish. I can get by when I travel, but I'm not fluent, and I want to be fluent, and that's the. I I think I have to do what you did. 
yeah. go somewhere and just force myself to speak it every day. Yeah, it was a little embarrassing. But isn't it amazing, though, <laughs> once you're around it all the time, you probably just fell right back into it. It's yeah, amazing how I, much your brain retains. I picked it up a lot, but I also, it was very confusing because I never learned to read and write it. So when I was there, it was a lot of learning that gotta, like face, the mm-hmm. word for face, I thought it was C-A-D-A, because that's how I say it. Not an R. Gada. Yeah. And it's C-A-R-A. So there was a lot of things that I was actually saying wrong. And, and I didn't know. I didn't know that how you spell things differently or if where to put the accent, too. But you could drive around here, and it's, on, it's yes. the signs on the road and the billboards. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the big ones like Burrado, that's an obvious <laughs> Abogados. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, okay, so... What was the hardest part about, uh, in terms of learning the language, because I'm going to get new tapes, I'm thinking of doing like the Rosetta Stone and all that other yeah. stuff. I don't know. Did you like try to like bone up on it before you went or did you just, did you do any tapes or listen I, to audio books or anything? I tried Rosetta Stone and it's just too boring. <laughs> it's so, I don't know if you've it's tried funny. it. It's not funny enough. No, it's not, it's so <laughs> boring and all you're doing is basically repetition Okay, and and to these horrible pictures, it, it just, it's so boring. I don't know. If, if a comedian could make, maybe I'll do it. Hey. It, it would be interesting. It might be onto something like, here. Like, let's, let's teach people the, hey, mofo, you know, let's teach them the real things that we need to learn how to say. And the slang, because there's Get a lot. So, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Orale way. What's way? You know, is that which way? What kind of way <laughs> is that? You got to know these things. Um, and so... I, I tried that. Duolingo, do you use that app? No. It's actually not, not bad. It's free and um, well, spell you it. can D-U-O. Oh, Duolingo. Yeah, okay. L-I-N-G-O. And um, that one's free and it's, you know, you can compete against people, like kind of play a game, but it's more interesting and more interactive. Okay. And you test out of levels and things like that. And then if you have friends that are on it, you guys can compete against each other. It's like a game. So right, right. Okay. It's, it's a lot more interesting than Rosetta Stone. And it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I will say in my own defense, when I went to Spain, when I was trying to speak Spanish there and I was, you know, butchering it, they said I sounded like a Mexican. Really? Yeah, <laughs> there I you said, go. well, that makes sense because that's all the Spanish I've heard my entire life. Growing up in Chicago... Right. And yeah. Being in LA and being in America, that's right. the large majority of the Spanish we're going to hear. Right, exactly. And well, so did they say you sound like a Peruvian? They they said that I speak very neutral. Okay. Yeah, which uh, my mom speaks slower. So uh, Mexicans I can usually understand, Puerto Ricans, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's it's like yeah. a machine gun. And so uh when I when I was in Barcelona and it was very hard Ooh. for me to understand them as well. Barth- the th- 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 yeah, I was. Yeah. I'm like, please get the marbles out of your mouth. Well, in Spain alone, there's probably like 50 different dialects and yeah. all, all yeah. around. And then, then the hardest accent for Spanish that I ever had anywhere was uh, Buenos Aires. Yeah, that's oh man, the Vos, Vosotros, Caje and Pojo, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And that was the one place that I would speak it. Like, and the cab driver looked at me and just got—he had no clue. Yeah, and he would say something. I usually can get the gist, right? You know, I'd pick up a few key words in there and, and know what's happening. But that was one place, and he was just like, "Okay," and I was like, "Okay, I no, <laughs> let's do this in English." Horrible English. Yeah. Did so. What part of Mexico did you go to? Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Yeah. Why did you pick Mexico other, rather than, say, Peru or any other Spanish country? I actually do want to go to Peru, but I have family there, and I 
I have to be fluent. <laughs> you know, like I can't go there and be like, teach me Spanish because they would just be, they would pound on me. They, you know, so I wanted to go when I actually could speak it pretty well and stay there for a while and go to Machu Picchu. I have never been. You've never been? No, I know. Oh, it's I've like my great. country. Yes. And I've seen your pictures. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. So what part were they from Lima? Lima. Okay. Yeah. Best ceviche. Ever. Yeah, I know. My mom makes some good speeches. I bet she does. Oh, that's yeah. so good. It's so yeah. good. So, okay, you were seven weeks in Puerto Vallarta. Right. Um, never been. That's on the Pacific coast. Big cruise ship stop, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Why did you pick there? So, well, I had, Mexico's I, huge. It's huge. I've been there um, a bunch of times, and so I knew the city, and I was like, okay, where's a place that... I probably won't get kidnapped in six weeks. Oh, no. And it's touristy enough, but yet the outer parts, like I went to Guadalajara for a little bit. I mean, I did kind of venture out um, and I knew a couple of people that live there. And then once I got there, I found out that they actually have a theater and a large community that speaks English. So you could actually do stand up. So I'm like, oh, so I can pay for part of my trip by doing some work here. Were they mostly expats or were these Americans that... Living Americans, okay. Canadians, a lot of uh, there's a huge community, like ten thousand people that uh, just buy property there. Retirees, and, yeah, yeah. That's we're seeing more and more of that. Uh, yeah, well, because it's so much cheaper, oh, and healthcare. Yeah. You know, it's you can have like servants yeah. and all this other yeah. stuff. That they I think it balances out for them though with the uh, a little bit of police harassment, <laughs> like on the tickets. Oh sure, and, you know. So when you were there. Did they uh, ask you a lot about America and, and what it's like? And yeah, you, will you take you know, me with you? You know, when you go back, what a really hot topic was was Trump. Oh, oh really? because that oh, was when right he came around out when the... he said that stuff about the Mexicans. So I like as soon as you said American, they immediately was like, "So what do you think hey, about what pasó? he said?" Yeah, what what what, what was Senor this? Trump. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm here because I like Mexico. <laughs> like I I want to learn from you guys, you know, and experience a different culture. It's it was really wild. Um, well, looking from their point of view, yeah, I mean. Having been there, I mean, I understand why someone would want to come. I mean, it's a hard country, Mexico, Yeah. in terms of getting work, in terms mm-hmm. of the kind of work you're going to get, um, and opportunities. You know, it's just, it's, you know, it's pretty ingrained. It's old school, and it's, you know, the corruption and everything else. So I, I don't blame anybody for wanting to come over the wall. I don't at all. Right. But um, how do they see it with this behemoth right up north from them? How do they look at America that you found? I think it's mixed. I think, well, in a place like Puerto Vallarta, a lot of them actually speak English, and well, deal with tourists. Been, yeah, yeah, and they've been here too. A lot of them, a lot of them that I've met uh, said, "Oh, I have a sister in Los Angeles," yeah. or everybody's my got cousin, a cousin in L.A. Yeah, my cousin <laughs> right. lives there. So, being from L.A., I think that was really like, "Oh, okay, we'll say hi to so and so." Yeah, you'll see her. On the street. I was like, "Oh, do you want me to bring them? I'll bring you a cell phone the next time I come in because you can't <laughs> mail anything." I found that out. To you, you cannot get anything into Mexico unless you're paying big money. Into Mexico. Right. Because the third day that I was there, I got robbed. Um, Wait, whoa. What? Which was fun. Uh, on the street? Yeah. Welcome to Mexico. Yes. Wow. But, um, so, no, I was actually robbed on the bus, which, you know, I'm so, I'm so Latina that I go to the movies and I bring my own snacks. I don't care how much money I make. I just, I, Is that a I go, thing? yeah. And I go and I take the bus. I was taking the bus to school instead of taking a cab, which would have been like maybe four American dollars. 
I'm right. so cheap. I'm like, no, I'm going to spend 35 cents yeah. and I'm going to take the bus. So I was on and it was an afternoon. It was kind of busy on the bus and I left my backpack open and they just reached in and grabbed my, um, embarrassed to say this, but I had a fanny pack that had everything in it. You I weren't mean, wearing the fanny pack. I wasn't wearing That's kind of the whole point of the embarrassing fanny pack. Yes, exactly. But I was If you're going to embarrass <laughs> yourself, go full on. <laughs> no, wear it. I know. It's just an ugly purse, really. <laughs> um, and so was your my wallet? ID, oh, no. my your passport. keys. No, my passport, oh, thank, God. thank God, was not. Uh, like $200 in cash. I had... Um, Everything in there, credit cards. Um, So like everything was gone. And I was renting a condo. So there was three locks on the condo. I had to pay for every single key to be remade, pay to get into my apartment. And then I had no money to pay him, hoping that he would trust that that's where I live. And this, oh, it's just such a nightmare. So, oh, and my iPhone was in there. Oh, boy. So I have no communication with the world. That happened day three of seven weeks. Did you bring a laptop down there? Did you I did. did. So that was I did. one so in the I apartment. So I had that, but I wasn't going to bring it to school because now I'm like, oh, all right, course, I just yeah. got everything stolen. I don't want my laptop to also get stolen. So, um, Did you but, feel it like happening? When no, you... I didn't. No, but as good. soon as I got off the bus... I went to a Starbucks to get a coffee and my bag was gone. And I went, I literally was like turning around to find the bus. And uh, luckily I had kept the receipt of the ticket from the bus. So they knew what bus number it was. And I ran back to school. They called and once it's gone, it's gone. Especially if you have a phone because electronics are worth so much there because they're so hard to get into the country. So um, I literally went to pawn shops looking for my phone. Because I was like, oh, I'll find it. I'll just buy it back. But it's got all my stuff in there. I look for the big there. case that says Lisa on it. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> the phone was shut off within like an hour. Um, but I did have my roommate put a text on there if this phone is found on the screen. But it was locked. And oh. all the information was erased. So um, flash forward a month later, Someone brought it back to me. Someone, they found me. I guess they were trying to Google me online and stuff. And, and the crazy thing is you're like, oh, who's this? For? Oh, they're kind of famous. Not in Mexico. <laughs> right. Yes. Here, well, yeah. no, not so much. But so I'm doing shows and this guy who had found my fanny pack, actually his wife found it on the bus because someone took the cash out of it and threw it on the floor. So she picked oh. it up and brought it home and gave it to her husband and said, we got to find this girl because my ID was in there. He worked two blocks from where my shows were. So there's this huge banner and he would pass it by every day for work. And he would look at my ID and look at the poster and be like, nah. Is it the names the same? I mean, he didn't put two and two together? Uh, well, I look pretty different in my, I was 10 years old, basically. My driver's license picture <laughs> is like super short, straight bangs. And my hair is, I mean, I look really different. Uh-huh. And my hair is like almost black in my picture. And um. That was your goth phase? You yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, and so it was crazy. So he contacted the number a month later and he gave me everything but the cash, my phone, the keys, my ID, the credit wow. cards, everything. Did you already so, cancel all the cards? And so like, honest. Uh, yeah, I had already canceled it. But nothing was charged on them or anything like nothing. that? Nothing. Oh, and, and you got really this lucky. This guy 
And I'm what a like, nice guy. Yeah. And I just want to tell Donald Trump that story. Like, what a dirtbag to say that about. Like, he didn't even rape me, I, which was. What? Yeah, I know. I thought that's what they do. I, I know. They Donald all. Donald told me that's that's all they exactly. do. Exactly. Maybe it's because I changed my hair. I don't know. <laughs> but so that was one of the best parts about the whole trip was just to find someone that was so generous. That's great. To, Did he uh, laugh at the show? That's the whole thing. I gave him two free tickets, and he was smart. He didn't go. Um, <laughs> he but didn't... he gave his friends the tickets, oh, okay. but he was he had to work so many hours that he oh. couldn't go. Okay, so I don't know anything about Puerto Vallarta, other than that it's a big tourist you know, spot and cruise ship stop. Um, how far is Guadalajara from... I took the bus. It's about a five-hour Okay, because Guadalajara is big. Inland. That's a big yeah, city. Is that the huge. second biggest city in Mexico? I think it is the second. Yeah. Um, I know Chivas. <laughs> the the soccer team. Um, yeah. So, uh, could you notice the, a big difference in, say, like poverty levels between Puerto Vallarta uh, and? I think anywhere you go, the in, bigger the city, you're going to see more of it. Mexico, you know? yeah. Like, well, I was mostly in the downtown area that really. Oh, here's the garbage truck. Yeah, I hear I, that. <laughs> I, I keep talking. Sweet. We'll, so we'll talk past it. Yeah. Um, the. The downtown area, you didn't see it as much because obviously it's more touristy. And um, I kind of tried to stay where it's a little more touristy because in Guadalajara, they do not speak English as much, nearly as much, even in the restaurants. And so I was really practicing my Spanish. But there, it was a little bit more dangerous. Like if you went two blocks the wrong direction, they literally said, don't walk alone. Whereas in Puerto Vallarta, like, yeah, I walked alone all the time. Right. So did you, um, you were alone for this whole time? I went with a few of the students. um, But yeah, I was living on my own. Okay. Mm -hmm. How did you, how did you set it all up before? Did you like Airbnb it or something? Yeah, I looked on Airbnb, but I had a friend, like I said, that was living there. And so she uh, talked to the condo people where she's staying and she got me a good deal on a room. So I just stayed in that building. Um, What's a typical rent for like Mexicans down there? Oh. For Mexicans. Well, for real. Let's say for, for us first. For us. Yeah. Us first. Well, I paid, um, I got a great deal. I paid 500 for the month and Ooh. it was right on the water. But it was, it literally was a, I mean, it was tiny. It was yeah. a studio. Um, I mean, the, the shower was hilarious because the toilet was in the shower. Oh yeah, I've seen those. And there's like a cover over the paper so it doesn't get wet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was... I, that was the thing that made me laugh the most. I was like, no, it's not in the shower. Come on. Like, it just, who does that? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I didn't need toilet paper, so that was great. Um, <laughs> but it, oh, it was so weird. It was so weird because you would turn the shower on and, like, everything gets wet. The toilet cover and, yep. like, he's, and then, obviously, they don't have really good drain systems. So the water would kind of come up and then you oh. couldn't use the bathroom unless you had, like, waterproof slippers or something. <laughs> Speaking of the water, did you uh, have a little? Uh, how was your stomach through the whole time? Any sickness? Uh, it was good. I a lot of bottled water, mm-hmm. and in the restaurants, you just have to look at the ice. Like I don't know if you know. Look the, at it. I mean, you can yeah, tell something because from you r- can tell that the ones that are circular are are made from purified water. Okay, and the ones that are cubed usually are not. Ah, but. Um, that's a trick that one of the locals told me. They're like, make sure it's circular. <laughs> And I was like, I got it. I got it. So. Agua de circular. Yeah. Was I, how was that? It was not bad. 
Not bad. Oh, it was it was not, not great. good. Not, not good. But, <laughs> um, okay, so you're down there seven weeks, and you are for people who don't know. Aside from being a comedian, you also like a, a health instructor, like a trainer. Yeah. So how was your uh, workouts? Terrible. Yeah. It was bad. Did you work off those refried beans and all that. You know that what good I did is cooking? I took. Um, Salsa lessons. Oh, that'll, so, that'll that's hard work. Cuban dancing, merengue, and salsa, and Me that. Too. Did you? No. I, oh gosh, it's so. <laughs> I took fun. a tango lesson that's in Buenos like, Aires. It that will kick your ass. It's really hard. It's really like you're dancing for an hour. It's like in doing, heels. Yeah, yeah. Um, you as well. The, yeah, I, no, I, I the heels. And it that's was the like workout part. A hundred degrees with hundred percent humidity. So you walked into the club and you're. Sw- just dripping sweat. It doesn't matter if it's air conditioned because the air conditioning there is like someone blowing on your face. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would just be drenched. (laughs) I remember dancing with this guy for like two seconds. It was one song, but he held me close on and his whole shirt was wet. So my body was an imprint of his sweat marks, which was so (laughs) nasty. I wanted to go back home, but I, but isn't there a, I, I think we're, you learn to lose vanity in a lot, with traveling a lot of times. And, you and, do. And you know, I think in, in America, especially when we're at home, we're very, you know, first of all, it's very air conditioned. We right. forget about that. Most of right. the world is not. Right. And, you know, people sm- sweat. They smell. Yes. You know, it's, it's life. It's humans. Yeah. And, it, was, it was cool because I didn't wear makeup a lot of the time. I had my hair in a ponytail and it just, there was no styling the hair because it didn't matter. I mean, right. I look, I looked the humidity like a was going to yeah, yeah, blow it out. It was anyway. just like an afro the whole time. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of cool. I don't have to, you just shower and kind of walk out the door. It was really nice. Are there things that you learned through seven weeks of living in another country that you take back with you, like in terms of lifestyle or? Uh, I was really grateful to like, Mexican people. They work so hard. It doesn't matter. Moms, grandmothers, kids, there's just people always selling and working and trying to even the crazy yeah, thing you gotta is hustle. it doesn't you gotta hustle. matter where you are. They're they're trying to do some sort of service or a trip or a like you can walk in a restaurant, a nice restaurant and be having dinner and want your peace and quiet and a street vendor will come in, and the restaurants allow them to do this. Rosas? So like a, Rosas? Yeah, the, the roses. I mean, <laughs> everything. And, like, this guy comes into the restaurant. He's like, shrimp on a stick? Shrimp on a stick? I'm like, no, I have shrimp on a yeah, plate. Yeah, I'm actually eating in a restaurant, I, sir. I'm I, good. I Like, the food, anything, <laughs> trinkets. Do you want me to braid your hair while you're eating? What What can I get for you? I understand it, but after a while, it does that. You're really annoying. It, it gets really get annoying. A, but you know what? There's a certain level of respect. Like, I can't even sell a DVD after Oh, no, show. I'm, a, I'm the worst seller of I, anything. Everything. I'm like... I kind of put my head down after a show. I'm like, hi, follow oh, no. me on. I've always been the blah, worst blah, blah, salesman blah. ever. I take no for an answer. I do. That's <laughs> which is like the wor- worst thing you could do. But I couldn't even sell M&Ms in Little League. That's they what like, I'm talking about. Buy they- this? No. Okay, good. Sorry. Sorry to bother you. They're so bold. And, and you can say no thank you. It doesn't matter. Well, have no, you been to Asia? No, no, oh, no, I haven't. Crank that up to about 10. Really? Oh, man. Oh, my yeah, gosh. You think, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's the poor of the country. Mm-hmm. The harder you have to hustle. I mean, you, it just is. It just you is. must be like Captain Gorgeous out there because <laughs> yeah, you're the, so tall. No, well, you they got see, the light eyes. They see, yeah, they see you coming. Well, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in Vietnam, I mean, they. I was walking around. I've told this story on here before, but I mean, I was walking around Hanoi, 
And somebody, it was in a park, and some girl asked me if they could take a picture with me. Yeah. And I said, all right, sure, why not? And then I did, and then I think other people saw that I was okay with getting my picture taken, and they just came oh out of the woodwork. Goodness. Like men, women, they're like, they want to pose for photos with me, and it's just like this uh-huh. crazy bunch of photos of people that just, <laughs> me and random strangers, and I'm just towering over, over everyone. All of them. Oh my God. It, I, like, I felt look. like a giant, a giant. Because they're really small in Vietnam. It's I mean, like, they're still. Look, it's Shaq. It's the white yeah. Shaq. Like Koreans, like South Koreans and the Japanese are bigger nowadays and they're getting bigger, but. Uh, <laughs> like Viet- five feet, maybe? No, no, they're, they're big. You know, <laughs> after like 50 years of a Western diet and like more meat and dairy and stuff like that, they're noticeably bigger. Hmm. Like now they can play in the major leagues, which wow. they never, you know, they were just too small before. But uh, in Vietnam and in Cambodia and places like that, yeah, they're still pretty tiny, pretty tiny. Wow. And then you go to like Europe, you know, like Croatians and they're tall. Everybody's tall. I felt small there, you know. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, the guy who's staying here right now is Croatian. His family's Croatian and he's like 6'3". And I was like, yeah, I figured. Wow. Everybody's like two inches taller there than you think they'd be. Nice. So that's And the Dutch are taller than the tallest of all of them, I think. If you ever meet a Dutchman, they're all tall. Really? Oh, yeah. The women, men, they're all tall. Wow. Yeah. So you like tall guys. Yeah. Go to Holland. All right. Um, so, okay. Crooked teeth, though, right? <laughs> we'll get embraces. We'll get embraces. Yeah, we'll, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so you went there. When did the comedy part come in, and had you ever performed overseas before? You did some stuff for yeah. troops, right? Yeah, yeah, for the troops, and then I do the ships. And but that's all English speaking. Yeah. Did you do the shows in Spanish? I did them in Spanglish. Oh. Which was, you know, I was just practicing my, and it was really interesting because I came from, I thought I had to just do it fluently, but I came from the perspective of, I'm the gringa here. In America, I'm the Latina, but here I'm the gringa, you know? So I was just telling them about the the language difference and what I had learned and how I don't know, like I thought I knew so much and like the well, accents and, and the, exactly like if you're off by one letter, like uh, caballo and cabella. I mean, one is hair and one is horse. <laughs> so if you're off by a letter, like when you're writing it, it's it's so different. Like I I misspelled so much stuff, and so just that they were fun. They were having fun with that, and there was there's a ton of Americans there, so yeah. they were they could relate. So when you talk about what they're experiencing in English because they're used to hearing Spanish speaking, com- you know, they have comedy central in Espanol oh, sure. now. Oh yeah. Okay. And that's getting huge. So there's actually a lot more Mexican and Spanish speaking artists, comics now. Yeah. Well, there's, um, we'll see comics here. Like George Lopez will do one show, like the early show in English and then the late show in Spanish, you know, right. and, and that's, but humor especially is so language specific, you know, if one word's off, the whole joke is blown. Right. So how would you would you set it up in Spanish or how would when you say it was Spanglish? Yeah, the whole that, joke was the premise in in English or how would that work? So I would do a lot of it in English and then tag it in Spanish or add words that I had explained the meanings of and and I would throw those in, but you have to tell them up front. You know, it's almost like having a callback. So you have yeah. to say um like one of the things that I learned, I didn't know this either. Año has the tilde on top, that that squiggly line on the end to give it the Y sound. Yeah, I didn't know if you don't write that, it doesn't have that sound. So año, ano would be ano. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't know that ano is like 
ass. It's like anus. So <laughs> you can't write Feliz Ano Nuevo because... Happy anus. Happy, nice, new anus yeah. is what you're saying. So like there Which, was a lot you know, of depends things. on the crowd you're with, let's True. be honest. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, in, if you're in L.A., you should say that. Sure. Because <laughs> happy bleaching. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a few clubs that will, you know, accept that. Exactly. Sure. So things like that. So I would, I would set it up by explaining the rule and then use the word later. <laughs> and okay. then tag it with, you know, just some slang Spanish. But they had to know English, too. Yes. I mean, yes, for, they were primarily, for your bits to work. Okay. They were kind of like me. They primarily... They were all bilingual. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, would you go to, like... Do they have, like, local comedy clubs? Like, all of locals? They yet? didn't. They mm. didn't have one. Uh, I think in Mexico City, they do. It's a lot bigger there. Maybe even Guadalajara. I didn't find it, but someone told me there was some. Well, stand-up comedy is really kind of an American art form. I mean, there was always storytellers, you know, in recorded right. history. I mean, but they were never really... Uh, and so the idea of just a straight monologist telling jokes, I mean, usually in other countries, there would be, they'd have to do songs. They'd have to do, you know, right. all sorts of things. There yeah. were clowns, but there was never like one guy standing at a microphone. It's very clowny, yeah. and it's a lot of the, the guys dressing up as women and being oh, yeah, really yeah. over oh. the top. Oh, I've seen and, Mexican television. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, Bumblebee it's like man. a big <laughs> Telemundo. <laughs> oh, it's, mi estomago. Yeah. Oh, get you. you know, guy dresses as, you know, Bumblebee. And, and, that, the, and that to them was stand-up comic. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. no. But now they're actually really getting to the pure art form of it. Just joke telling or political? Are there any political um, guys? Over I there? believe there that'd are. That'd be ripe, you know. I think ripe yeah. ground for someone who is bold enough to do it. You know. Yeah, I I think also it's very edgy comedy. A lot yeah. of sexual humor. A lot of uh, they have a whole nother uh, dial like language that's all innuendo. I don't know if you know that in Mexico. I forgot what they call it, but it's all like if you say I have a headache, that implies something completely different and so you have to be on the in to oh. know what these things mean so if you're saying i'm going to paint a house or something like that that means a certain sexual act and i had no idea so <laughs> i i was obviously talking very sexual and ah, didn't know you it. guys are gonna go out and paint the house tonight huh? <laughs> exactly Ooh. but but it's this whole use protection uh, while painting the house yeah so um feliz ano well, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, Feliz Ano. <laughs> Nuevo. Paint the house. Feliz Ano. Bleached. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, and that's uh, they were trying to t teach me some of it. And I was like, yeah, but if I did um, my act in Spanish or Spanglish here, the Mexicans here wouldn't know it because it's it's just becoming really big in Mexico right now. So if you're not living there, you don't know it. That innuendo language? Yes. Oh. Exactly. So I was like, well, it would only serve me here. And I want I wanted to go to South America when I'm doing you know, s s my act in Spanish. Right. But it does not translate regardless. It's a total Mexican thing. Yeah. Is but, it certain regions of Mexico? Um, I think all... more the cities. It's more of a kid thing. It's more of like That's a what I'm slang. Saying. Is, is this like a texting language almost? It's almost, almost probably, it's a, yeah, it's probably a totally... took off on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably <laughs> I mean, we could probably Google it and find out what yeah. painting the house means. But... <laughs> <laughs> so if um, so, was that your plan mostly to, to do more shows in Spanish and kind of take it yes, on the road? Yes, I, I mean, I just think it's I'm a lot more... It's a big market, yeah. untapped. Yeah, I, I would like to do... If I'm if I'm working in America, you can do Spanglish because yeah. there's just enough 
Spanish speaking people, but I would like to be able to, I mean, my dream is to one day actually perform Spanish, you know, comedy in Spanish in Peru and like be hired to go back to my country. My <laughs> parents, I think would, I don't know if they'd cry in joy or <laughs> yeah. be like, you're doing, we told you to marry a doctor, you know? Right. Um, I went to a uh, comedy show in Buenos Aires when I was did? there. I hung out with some comedians. Yeah. In and I Spanish? went to their show. It was all in Spanish. And so I didn't, you know, especially with the, the accent, I had no idea what the hell was that. But I, I mean, we've been doing comedy so long that you could see a guy yeah. in a completely other language and you kind of know what kind of comedy he's doing. Right. And then somebody was like helping, she would translate a couple uh, of the bits. Funny. But I could see, you know, his style, like that it was pretty dry and subtle. It wasn't like big over the top kind of stuff, you know, and um, he was good. I could tell he was good. Like you know could, how you could see someone yeah. with the sound off and know kind of they're good. Right, you know right. I mean? You see their pacing, yeah. their pauses. And, and I saw it all through Europe. Uh, Europe, it's it's growing. You know, I Europe, mean, I'm going really to country. Growing. I went to Eastern Europe a few years ago and countries that, you know, it's funny. Like Germany has stand-up shows on them because they're realizing that it's a really cheap form of TV. Yeah. You know, you just set up a, you don't have to pay writers and stuff like that. Just like the 80s here when all these Cable shows proliferated. Right. Uh, you're starting to see it there. And I would turn on TV in the hotel, and there they were. Yeah. Guys speaking, you know, German. But again, a lot like Mexico, it seemed really broad. People in costumes sometimes. Ah. A lot of ethnic mm-hmm. humor stereotypes. And yeah. especially in Germany, which is getting more and more diverse. A lot of immigration and stuff. So mm-hmm. there's like, you know... Uh, there was a black guy there, but he was dressed as a janitor, you know, on there. And it was like, oh, okay, no. he's doing a character, but uh, he's really playing into the stereotype. You know so what I mean? he was doing Obama? He was kind of, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was probably some of that, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, talk about that. I mean, how do they see... Um, did you make fun of America when you were on stage? I mean, you got to like get it out there that you're American. Yeah, you I mean, they, bur- they burn they it the first it. couple minutes. You they, know. they know it exactly. It's the opposite. When I'm here, I'll talk about being Latina or my mm-hmm. parents being born in Peru. But there, I'm like, hey, I was born in America. <laughs> they don't see me as Latina there, not really. But they'll go, wait a minute, you speak really well and you don't sound gringa-ish. There's something. But there's so many, yeah, you know, immigrants, you know. Yeah. Hispanic immigrants here. I mean, it's Hispanic. That's so, not right. um, La- Latino, Latina. Yeah. <sighs> what's the, what's the proper term nowadays? You know, I don't know everybody, it, it's funny. It's usually either Hispanic or Latino. Yeah. I think is the term, but one person I remember after a show came up to me and was like, you said you're Latino. You're not Latino. Of course it's a white guy. Of course. Telling me I'm not Latino. <laughs> and I, I, I literally had to go home. This was probably 10, 15 years ago and look up the word so that I, I'm like, maybe he's right. He goes, you said your parents are from Peru. That's not Latino. That's Hispanic. And I go, no, Spain is Hispanic yeah, primarily, but it's just across the board. And I go, no, I'm, I'm Latina. And he's like, no, you're not Latino. Mexicans are Latino. And I go, and I literally got confused, so I went home and I Googled. Like, How about going, hey, guy, shut the fuck up. How yeah, about that? Yeah. Why don't we start there? A moron. White yeah. guy. So it ends up that, that uh, Latinos are Spanish-speaking, you know, uh, from, from... Central you know, or South America? Yeah, basically. So the more south America. you go uh, below America, 
the more yeah. so I'm more Latino than a Mexican. So that's everyone so except Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, Portuguese. So I wouldn't uh I gotta admit though, of all the uh Latino immigrants that I've met here, I haven't met many Peruvians. There's not many from Peru. No. no so your parents were probably, you know, pretty unique in terms of the Latino community. I still am. It's, it's weird. That's why I'm so excited to actually go to Peru. So when I say I'm Peruvian, people are like, what, where <laughs> the hell is that? Where is that? Right. There's a Peru, Illinois. Did yep, you know that? I know that. Yeah. Sure. Small town. Yeah. And I'm like, no, not from, from Chicago. Did they go right from Peru to Chicago or did they make stops along the way? No, straight. Why Chicago? We want to go to the my, coldest place. I we know. My think. dad had a sister that lived there and said that this yeah, is a great city. And it is a great city. It's just, yeah. you know. I've been trying freezing. to. I love. It's my favorite city, but I, I, I'm trying to. It, just from like, since I can remember, I wanted to get out of there because of the cold. Yeah. Which part did you grow up in? Uh, south side initially and then northwest suburbs. Wh- where at? Uh, like Barrington, oh. uh, Schaumburg. Oh. Carpentersville for yep. a long time. Went to sure. Dundee Crown. Oh, okay. High school. What? Where, where did I, you grow up? I grew up, up south around Chicago Heights and okay. um, uh, Town Hall University Park, which is by Park Forest and um, down Homewood nice. Flossmore. Did down we there. know each other then? No, no. The I think I had, I had left town when you started. I think I left town in '96. Uh, Thank God. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, and no, I met I was, you I at left... the festival at the Chicago Comedy Festival like 15 I don't know, years ago. Maybe. Maybe or something. But you came out here pretty early. Yeah. Quick, right? Yeah. I had been doing comedy for two years and then I came out. That's fast. That's real fast. Yeah. That was kind of (laughs) dumb. I needed needed to hone my skills a little bit more before Yeah. I was kind of glad I did. I I was seven years in Chicago and then I did a couple in New York and then I came here. Oh, see, I always wanted to do that in New York. You didn't get to do all the great shitty road gigs in the Midwest? I, well, yeah. Yoder and, yeah. Oh, you did work. I I did, um, yeah. Tom Sobel, any of those? Uh, the cafe in Milwaukee. That was a great room. That was it one of my was. favorite rooms. It was. You didn't know if you were going to get killed or yeah. paid after. Oh, you didn't pay. You didn't stay yeah, in no, the awful would... condo, did you? <laughs> yeah, the crack oh, house. It was really bad. The worst. The worst. <laughs> there was like shit stains on the carpet. It was awful. so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Oof. Yeah. And that old guy, that used to, the, the old Italian guy that used to come in after the shows and sell cannoli and pepperonis. Do you ever see that guy? I think so. He used to come in and right at the show ended, he would walk with a little box of, you're talking about selling things. Yeah. They would come in and go, pepperoni, cannoli, because it was a total Italian neighborhood, <laughs> right, that street, right, Brady right Street there. right there. Oh, That's... I had some good times in there, but I was yeah. just talking to this with uh, Graham Elwood the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yesterday we went. We were in the car, we went surfing, but we were talking about these awful places we stayed. Yeah. And he had a, we all had stories of the condo there. That was, yeah. And it was like people living upstairs. It was a duplex and it was all weird. It was so nasty. We would look at the, we would work with headliners and we said to ourselves, and we, not on purpose, we just did this on our own at different times. I said, did you ever do this? Look at a guy that you were working with and he was probably in his 40s, like our age now, and said, I don't want to be that dude. I don't want to be living in a condo at 45 and, you know what I mean? And calling up these clubs to make my rent. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You yeah. know, it's like, I'll, I got to try something now. Let, you know, I don't yeah. want to be, because you could, those guys got locked in. You yeah. Know? I mean, they would, you'd work with these road headliners and no one ever heard of them. They're making a living, but yeah, I didn't want to be that guy. I'd rather go to LA and try and fail and know that I tried than be this guy. Yeah. You know, so... I remember doing that club, and, and the club owner was like, uh, I want you to do 22. 
22 Is minutes. Is that JD? Yeah. Oh, not, okay. not 25. 22. Not 21. He goes, not 21. 22 minutes. Well, what's his reasoning? I, that's just because you know, it's the control thing, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I was just beginning to feature. I remember John Fox was on stage, and he was so hammered oh. that he actually passed out. He fell into the audience <laughs> at the end of his show. Like, we thought he died. And I, I was done. You know, I featured, and I was You barely, did your 22 minutes. Yeah, I did my 22 <laughs> on the spot. And then um, he, JD was like, get back up on stage. I was like, I don't. I only had like five more minutes yeah. or something, and it wasn't it's my like, best five. I, I did had, it all. I, 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 I shot my load up there, friend. <laughs> right. And so he's literally passed out in the audience, and I was like, no one's going to listen to comedy. He's blacked out. What did do you the crowd understand? do? So they were like every – there was a table full of people that kind of rushed to his aid, and then it was he was just super drunk. So after after a couple minutes, he was woke up, and he's like, oh, and he got back on stage, and he did <laughs> like, like – Like I another, was saying. Yeah, he did like another – I mean, dead alligator on a bus. <laughs> yeah, so he, I think he did his Porsche joke or whatever, and got, oh my it God. was. I was so scared because I'm like, you don't understand. No one's going to listen. There's a dead man in the audience. <laughs> and that club, the 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 crowd was right up to the stage. I mean, oh yeah, right up. That's there. why I'm saying he, he fall into out, the table. Like, two people. Yeah, oh, he like awesome. fall on top of a lady and a guy. <laughs> What a, oh, what a and then all these people rushed over, and he's like, "Get back up there!" I was like, "You don't understand. There's no one gonna want to hear comedy right yeah, now. You need an Mr. ambulance." Mr. Twenty Two Minutes. That's not part of my job. Why don't you send the MC up there to go back and close it? Oh my god! Show's over, folks. You know what? Leave your comment cards up. <laughs> exactly. God, what a place! Have so, you performed in Australia? I did uh, some shows when I was. I, I kind of set up some. Shows before I left. This was in '96. I was kind of just went there on my own for like five, six weeks. Yeah. To New Zealand and Australia, but I was just backpacking around, and I did some open mics in. Uh, well, wasn't open mics. I set them up before I left, but one in um, Melbourne and two in Sydney. And what did you think of the crowds? Then I was, you know, I was just, you know, I was a middle act in Chicago yeah. at that point, and so I still. They were fine, but I just I did some stuff that just didn't translate. Like in oh, terms exactly. of, I had a joke that said uh, it was about something about cotton candy or something. And I said cotton candy, and they don't call it that there. They call it fairy floss or oh. something. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I'm well, I'm not going to say that. I didn't know that, and they just stared at me. Yeah, I also had a joke that referred to uh, chaps, huh. like assless chaps or something. Uh-huh. And then you know, to them, they didn't know what they thought chaps was like the English term, like a guy. Like, oh, look at that chap. Over right. Died. You know, and again, the one word. That's why I said totally to you, and this different. is English. So yeah. you're translating it twice. Yeah. You got to get the local. And then like a joke will work in Mexico, won't work in Spain. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because my friends in Spain said that, you know, sometimes the Mexican accent is so tough for them. Right. They'll watch a movie like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Itumama Tambien or something like that. That's a Mexican movie, and they they uh-huh. have to have subtitles. There was one <laughs> called Amoros Peros, I think. Um, yeah. And they said, "Yeah, we had to watch that with subtitles because the Mexican slang was so bad." Yeah. But it's like us in Scotland, you know. Yeah. Watch Train Spotting. They had to put some because it's, it's English, but it isn't. You know, it's like what? Like, Scottish a, is the toughest for me. I had a tough time in Australia. I had, I mean, I really had to study it. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, take the R and don't use it. They, that's yeah. first of all. Yeah. 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 A, a comic was, um, beer. So the drinking the bar, ages. Water. 
18 there and I or so 12 I like, if they can reach the top exactly of the bar. exactly the so bath. I was I was in the back of the club and there was this girl that was so young looking I mean she looked like she was 13 years old and I was so I said to the other comic who's from there she's not supposed to be in here I don't think and he's like she's all right she's adding it was so bad she's <laughs> like I was like she's what she she's adding uh, she's helping us she's aiding us I mean we went back and forth <laughs> For five minutes, he goes, she's adding. And I was like, if you yell it, it's not going to help me. Why don't you pronounce every letter? Spell, spell it out. That's yeah. it. Just write it. Could so you? adding is 18. And I had no oh, clue. He's adding. Adding. She's yeah. adding. Adding a page together. What? What? Adding numbers. I don't know what you're talking about. Where, when were you in Australia? Um. Uh. Gosh, five months ago or so. Was this? A- yeah. Uh, I did a cruise thing? ship gig and then I stayed for a little bit and just did some Fun. sets in Sydney. It was my first time. and Did you like it? I loved it. I loved it. But the, I like, you know how you do audience banter. I couldn't understand them. I would ask a question and they're all about answering. Yeah. But I couldn't, I was like, take the marbles out of your <laughs> mouth. I can't, I can't understand. You. Like, um, ah, the cops are here. Yes. Garbage truck cops. Welcome to LA, folks. I'm, I remember uh, I asked an audience member what the slang word is for vagina because I have all sorts of ones for a guy's body parts. So Yeah, they have a goes, list of 50 probably. Yeah. He goes, it's a beaded clam. And I go, a, a beaded clam? Bearded. Yes. Everybody starts laughing term? at me. No. And I go, a beaded clam? And at the crowd Poor just erupts Lisa. and I'm like... No, I I have never heard that. It doesn't sound right. And they go, no, bearded. I'm like, beaded? Bearded. <laughs> beaded? Pronounce your freaking R's. I don't know what you're saying. Said like, beard. So bearded. Bearded clam, yeah. Yeah. See, we no, say that here. I had Not no to your clue. face. Well, not to your face. We... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if it's beaded, you need an ointment. Yeah, you've lived well if you've uh, never overheard that. Oh, my um, God. see, I had no idea they say that here. Oh, yeah. That's, Dirty birdies. Well, they're like teenagers say that. <laughs> so wh- how was it just for your fun you were doing those shows? Or you, yeah, yeah. When I was How'd they Sydney. go? Like, well, uh, after the beaded clam, how did it go? Decent once I wrote jokes that made fun of Australia me. Australia jokes? That yeah. just that I, why I couldn't understand them and what I think some of their terms mean, like... <clears throat> What's the, the? There were so many of them, um, like a crack of fruity. What's that? A cr- uh, I think crack. Of fruity. I think that means have a really good time. Yeah. Let's go out and crack a fruity, and I'm like that. That doesn't translate. It, Smoke a fag. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drink some piss. Fannies. Yeah. Like a fanny pack is is. Well, they they everything ends in uh, they shorten everything. Board board shorts are boardies. Sunglasses are sunnies. Mosquitoes are mozzies. Australians are Aussies. Like they got somewhere to go, but they you know, you know like they're in a big damn hurry. Crack crack a fat is an erection. <laughs> That's a good one. So you're gonna crack a fat? I was like, that doesn't. Yeah. Everything's diminutive. And like a short beer is a stubby. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. piss too. Like uh, mm-hmm. the drinking is. A beer is a piss, and yeah. then uh, but taking the piss is one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, right. The, uh, giving someone a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Taking, taking the, the piss. Busting his balls. Is it's taking pissing piss. down. That means raining. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was so many with piss. Uh, um, what's the one that the women? Um, oh my gosh. Pissed is being drunk. 
Yes, yeah. it's not. It's not. Um, it's not being angry like ours. No, no, no. Yeah. So yeah, learning pissed. all of those and then not being able to understand the audience when she talked to him was so <laughs> hard for me. Yeah. So. Sounds like you shouldn't talk to him. That's I know. That's what it sounded like. I know. But you know what? The, and the other thing I had a hard time with in, in uh, Australia was that I, I felt like it was a lot more male chauvinist than here. Well, I've heard the women tell me that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. It, Okay, so if I do a joke here, it's like going to Alaska about <laughs> about how to properly communicate with your wife or with your woman, and women are like, "Yeah!" In America, I went there; the women were silent. Damn right. And the Shut guys up. don't laugh. Exactly. Know your place. Yeah, and the guys don't laugh, and I was like, "Oh my gosh." This is why I wrote the joke. Yeah, yeah. This right here is why I wrote the joke. And so I had a harder time than the male comics on some of my material. I was like, wait a minute. I have to take a back seat so you yeah. guys will laugh and I make fun of the women and then, then it's funny. It's and, also really, really white. Yeah. Australia. You know, yes. really, once you get out of Sydney and Melbourne where there's a little bit of diversity, yeah. um, to us it's like no diversity. I mean, and, it's... The rest of the country, it is white. They do some of that segregating. And if you call them on the racism, they don't like it. Yeah. Oh, they get really mad. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we don't call them black people. We call them indigenous. Yeah. We have, you know, before cities we kill for them. them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> before, before we kill them and take their stuff. I know. And yeah, the story like, of the aborigine is horrendous. Yeah. I mean, they, as bad as the American Indian story here is, yes. it's awful what happened yeah and they know but yet if you say anything even remotely close to it they get pissed well i was there i mean i hung out i've had more than one you know australian asked me overseas and uh you know (laughs) hung out with these guys they're from the central coast or the gold coast no sunshine coast up north of brisbane and i I was they were in my tour group in uh thailand and when they would ask me they're like hey from america huh a lot of black people there. Huh? Um, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what do you say? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Yes, there are. We actually let them do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes yeah. run the country. Yeah. What? No, it's just very bizarre to that. And then another old lady said to me once, "Yeah, we." I saw that it was from Los Angeles. And, oh, we went through the airport there once, and uh, there wasn't a white person working in the airport. I was like. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah no. It's like to them, that's really weird. You're like, who's no, running the country? No. You know, it's very strange. Black people know about frisking, so they're good at it. Yeah. And this, uh, <laughs> and this uh, young couple just stayed in my place last week from Australia. They're uh-huh. from Perth. And uh, they had just been around the country for nine weeks. But they could tell, you know, they came here to hear, like, they've never seen so many Asians and Latinos in yeah. one place. Yep. Unless you were going to those countries, you know, mm-hmm. or... And then they would get off the plane because in America, you know, from traveling around, you get off the plane here in L.A., most of the people working in the airport are Latino. You get off mm-hmm. the plane in uh, Atlanta, they're all black. Yeah. You know, and you get off the plane in Chicago, they're like Polish and Latina and black. <laughs> right. Yeah. New York, you know, Russian and Puerto Rican and Puerto black. Rican, you yeah. know, just so yeah. it just, yeah, to them, it's all very strange, especially to see someone in authority. Right. Yeah, there might be immigrants, say, in Sydney and Melbourne, but they're not in positions of authority really right uh so it's all even if they're not racist it seems odd to them it's yeah. very strange it just looks weird mm-hmm. which i think is one of the problems that they had with you know, whether people want to admit it or not when obama became president you know even they say look i'm not racist or anything but there's a whole section of people in this country that uh, the idea of a, a 
of a black person in authority over them seems weird. Yeah. It doesn't see, look the part that we know in our brains. Yeah. Like I grew up in a pretty um, mixed community. Like my neighbors, I had black neighbors and right. like my coaches, my teachers. You know, so from a very young age, there was someone in authority over me of a different color that could bench me, fail me, yeah. suspend me, you know, and just so it's just like it's just part of everyday life. Right. But most people, they don't, you forget how segregated the country is. In Puerto Vallarta, I was, I saw, I think, two black people total and they were And there's tourists. a lot of racism in, in Mexico. Yeah, there is against other Latinos oh, yeah. as well, which, you know, I get that here even in in LA, because there's a lot of Mexican people here. When I get on stage and I'm like, yeah, I'm Latino, they're like, woo, I'm Peruvian. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they're like, right. no, we want to see a Mexican up there. We want to see one of us. And I'm like, I, I'm more one of you than, than yeah. this dude right here. <laughs> than me walking yeah, yeah, up yeah. there. Yeah, I'm the like, guy come I just on. followed. Why, why are we segregating? And it's, it's so crazy. But there was um, a black guy there, and it was like every, he was like the mayor. Everybody knew him. They knew who he was. They were he's friends a celebrity. With him. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. He's one of three guys. Yeah. And, uh, um, and then I had a, a Cuban dance instructor uh, was black as well, and and but because he was so fluent at Spanish, he assimilated really well. Yeah, but it was probably a likable guy yeah. and a popular guy. Too. Yeah, yeah. And if you were, but if you were a black guy that spoke or a woman that spoke English, they just looked at you like, "Wow, can I like you? Yeah. Like, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> this is amazing. Where did you come from? Let me touch your skin." Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty so, cool. It's so bizarre. But a lot yeah. of Asians in um, Australia, though. Tons. Did yeah, you notice was, that? There, there was a big. Um, I think after the war, uh, a lot of they had a lot of immigration from China and Japan. I what? Think. I couldn't believe yeah, how and many. Ties, I think too. I think even more than here in L.A. Sydney has a lot. Yeah, Sydney, Melbourne there was a lot. too. And there was a big Greek and Croatian uh, uh, immigration there too. Uh, if you look at their soccer team. Like the national team, there, there's a lot of like heavy like Yugoslavian names. Mm-hmm. Like, because after the war ended there, I think a lot of them emigrated over there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and their coach has this long ass Slavic name, and <laughs> yeah, it's really really interesting. It's getting more and more diverse, but not that much compared <laughs> to here. I mean, come on, <laughs> we forget how much of a melting pot America is it until really, you leave. It really is, which I love. Did they know that? Uh, did you do Sarah Palin? I did do Sarah Palin. Okay. And that it went over awesome actually. But so they the, knew her the and, and they know Trump. They gotta know don't know her as much as only the ones that are really in on current events, like they're on YouTube a lot and they're kind of seeing what's going on in America because she's so loud when she yeah. does something wrong that, you know, John Stewart, people just have her on constantly making fun of her. But but this whole Trump thing recently with saying he wants to have her in the cabinet Ugh. if he wins and that so that it's frightening it is it's comedy gold yeah oh yeah I mean that's gonna just <laughs> good launch for you my career good for exactly you. ruin America but, but launch hey, my career let's speak more about you at this point <laughs> so uh, Palin was great because she you know I just come from the angle of her which is just kind of dumb so it was really fun to use her to mispronounce Spanish words and, and oh, completely, right. totally. The ugly American. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like how is it that you guys, uh, swim across, uh, Texas? Cause I just, <laughs> I need to know how you do that. Uh, and have you been to my country? Have you, have you been to Alaska? 
because um, we'll we'll let you in. If you can swim there, we will let you in. That's because we're friendly like that. And then, oh, and then the whole Bristol Palin pregnancy thing was great uh, material. So I've right. been using that now. Um, that whole uh, ambassador of abstinence. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, now, speaking of that, you you have a son, right? I do. Who's older. No, he's <laughs> yeah. not like a tiny kid, right? He's like yeah, older. No. So, but I know, like most countries I go to, and especially the poorer the country, the more kids they have. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you had lived in Mexico growing up, you probably have like 12 kids by now. And they look know. at you, do they think you were weird for having just one? Oh, you, yeah. You I only have, have one son? I, my, my own mother looks at me like that. <laughs> yeah. Cause she, I'm the only girl. So she wanted me to have a bunch of babies. Yeah. It just, and, you know, I never really was interested in having a lot of kids. I'm weird like that. I don't cook a lot. I'm not the typical Latina. Worst Latina ever. I know. I'm, that's why I had to go back to <laughs> Mexico to and lessons. be like, all right, show me how to dance. Show me how to speak this crap. Let's do it. Do people like walking around when you go to shops and stuff in LA, do they speak you, to you in Spanish? They don't. They think yeah. I'm. You don't look think I'm, so Latina. I've been told you pass. Italian. You pass. I've been told you're very castable. Uh, uh, yeah. You could be. You could do. Yeah. I'm uh, the ambiguous. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The kind of tanner looking. Yeah. We're not sure. She's got she brown eyes. Greek. Yeah. Exactly. You, know, you don't know. She could be. She could pass. Right. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that's funny. And my my agent's like, okay, so let's do this ambiguous thing because so I can send you out for a lot more. But when when the Latino roles come up, he's like, come on, you can't fake a Latino accent. I'm like, you don't understand how hard my father worked so that I wouldn't have an accent. (laughs) He won. He won. I lost, but he won. I'm losing a lot of work. Uh, Yeah. It's a bummer. Like, my parents could not have foreseen. Do you know Helen Hong? Yeah, I do. Yeah, she does the same thing. Like, you know, she'll go into these casting calls and they'll like... Could you be? And it's all this coded language. More. Could you be more Asian? Yeah. And, like, and her yeah, joke yeah. is like, they might as well just go. Could you chink it up a bit? Like, could you? <laughs> You're right. Okay, here you go, Mister. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and just like, oh, it's so bad. But yeah, what a business we're in. It's, Isn't that horrible? It's weird. But it's you're too but, Latina. You're not Latina enough. Yeah, they don't want you to go too much either. Yeah, either. And it and it's like, oh well, we'll be a little more Mexican, but not so. But not Mexican. so. Yeah, we're threatened. Yeah, not yeah. so we're threatened. Yeah, white not people. so pregnant. Just a little. Just, <laughs> just like maybe one baby, not two. Right, right. You had the one. That's good. <laughs> like so, your son. Did you raise it? Like, was it no Spanish in the house? Uh, unfortunately, he he. Got some of the Spanish for my mom, but I just, I wasn't fluent. So it's kind of stopping here, but I just told them, I'm like, it's a requirement before I go out, you need to be fluent. So, <laughs> you know, you, you, I'm hoping you have 20, 30, 40 years to learn Spanish, but you never know. So start with your Duolingo. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm, we should all learn it in this country. I mean, yes. really, I mean, just for business purposes. I, I think we should just as Americans, it's. And as someone, who travels, as someone who travels and loves to travel, I mean, if you know English and Spanish, that takes care of probably over half the world where you're going to travel. Do you have you any know? idea how sexy that is, too, to a woman, especially if you're Latina? Yes. So a guy that would take Order the time off the menu for to learn your language yeah. and, like, not murder it, learn it, <laughs> but, like, really, it's such a Have sexy... a taco. I'd like a taco, please. <laughs> yeah. It's a sexy language. It, really it is. is. It's really nice. Yeah. When some people speak it. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I wish a guy could experience going to different parts of the world and how they how it changes. No, because yeah, guys sorry. are usually always honored, revered. They're the strong ones. They're the leaders. Here, here. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know why I'm sitting on the floor. But, well, but you know, I mean, <laughs> Latin America is um, yes. really the machismo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but all you got to do is watch Mexican have, television. We don't have to like cover our, you know, eyes <laughs> no, that's and a like. Different, yeah. I mean, at least you know. I, I think I think Latinas are allowed to have orgasms and like feel good. Uh, and, are they? I don't know. I I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> take your word. on that. Um, and so, who cares, right, fellas? Come on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, who's with me, Australians? Australian <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> We're with you, mate. Uh, <laughs> No, but you must have get that. I mean, one of the reasons you were probably targeted on the bus is because you were alone. You know, yeah. I mean, India was, they're very repressed when I was there. You know, they have separate cars for women, like um, separate train cars. Wow. Yeah, because they get groped and they're so repressed. It's really, it's, it's really I was in uh, the airport in Turkey and. Oh, yeah. Well, Muslim. So you've been to Muslim countries. Oh, Oh my goodness! I couldn't believe it. I was on a military. And that's a pretty tour. progressive Muslim. They're like the least hardcore yeah. Muslims. I couldn't believe. You know, when you get up after the airplane lands, there was uh, stairs down, and it was raining outside, so there was no like tunnel to get to the airport. So when the plane gets in, you know, you could see that it's raining out. We all get up. Everybody like runs for the door, and the the men. A guy literally elbowed me instead of I'm used to America where they help you down with your bag (laughs) and like here why don't you go in front of me dudes were shoving me out of the way and this dude elbowed me I'm trying to get my bag and he just didn't like that I was that close to him he elbowed me so I pushed him and my friend one of the comics on the tour had to stand in between us he's like do you know that this man will kill you He's from here. You don't know how they treat women. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm an American. He's like, this is not America. You cannot get away with that shit here, Lisa. And I was, I don't know. I guess I was naive as to think that not only am I American, but I'm just a per, I'm a person. Treat me like you would treat a man even with at least that much respect. But it's, it's almost like animals. They treat you like animals, like subservient. It's, it's scary. You forget how much, you know, freedom women have. In this country, not only for traveling alone, like most women would never think of traveling overseas without a man with them, or right. uh, certainly not alone. You right. know that that's very frightening to work, right? To go to school, to mm-hmm. to own your own business, to yeah. do a lot of that stuff, and we we take a lot of that for granted. But uh, that is not the case in most places. So American women and Western women, they, they're really kind of. You know, in in many ways, idolized by women on them, but it also kind of like, oh, that's, <laughs> or you know, they have a slutty reputation. Yeah, know? yeah. American they... women tend to have that little reputation because you know what, and drinking in public—that's another one that's, uh, yeah. You know, it's usually us Brits and uh, Aussies and you know Europeans, but that's, and European women don't get stupid. Other than Brits, don't get fall down drunk. And I was saying yesterday. We were in, when you're in a bar overseas, anywhere in the world, and you mm-hmm. hear a song comes on, and you hear somebody go, like a woman go, Woo! <laughs> we know they're American. Get up that's, on the table and dance, American. That's just trashy, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're but here. It's a very I American. hate that. We were down, me, Graham, and a couple of the guys, we were down in Orange County yesterday surfing, and then we went afterwards, and we are in Encinitas, 
and these women who look like the real housewives of Orange County. Nice. Know, one that's sitting in an outdoor beer garden. And two women walk by, and they scream like, oh, my God. It's, ah. it's so loud. And these women are in their 40s. You know, just like you would never see women do that in other yeah. countries. That's you know? the kind of stuff I'm not proud of. That that Yeah. it's <laughs> That's a bad and, you know, representation. <laughs> elbowing men wherever they. True. No, he, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. I should have gone, woo. After I did Woo! it, right? <laughs> and there's a personal space issue that we, you know, they don't have in other countries. That oh my, we're used to having yes. our little protective space yes. bubble. Yeah. And people do not shower in other countries <laughs> nearly as often as we do. Yeah. I mean, every day and is And they think we're overly, of. you know. Yeah. It, they, it's unheard of. Oh, my gosh. When I was in Istanbul, it was, I, I almost had to. Hurl several times in the airport. I was like, <gasps> in Istanbul, oh, I can't so even. I can't yeah, oh. go to Africa. Spend yeah. some. Spend nine hours in the Lagos, Nigeria airport, like I did last year. That'll no. There's thanks. an old factory census. Go to India. Wow, I know. That's um, that's a lot of humanity in one place. <laughs> a, lot. a lot, a lot of, of humanity. sweaty humanity. What's your place. favorite food? I mean, you've traveled around the world. Oh, uh, it's hard. That's, I mean, food is one of the big reasons I travel, but in terms mm-hmm. of countries wise, probably Thai and, um, yeah. well, Italian, you can't really go wrong there. Yeah. But yeah, South America, the food, I don't know, Peru, the ceviche, I always think of this. Yeah. Other than the ceviche, I had guinea pig in Peru. Oh, yum. Which is like a um, delicacy down there. It's a pretty well known. Yeah. Do you mom, have like, are you. My mom used to. Dietary, are you. I. I can specific. eat a lot You're of a things. You're a healthy person, though. You can't be too yeah, picky. Yeah. I mean, my my mom used to make really weird, like, liver and oh, yeah. tongue and stuff. And then... You got to use we, all the animal when you're... We, we got very Americanized. I was just like, Mom, you need to stop. Like, none of our friends are going to come over. So she would hide things. Like, she would make... Uh, I don't know what the name of it is, but the sauces are always really different looking in Peru. Like, there's lime green looking sauces for pasta there's for there's a famous potato dish that has like a bright yellow um sauce that's okay so yummy i don't know what they're called because obviously (laughs) i don't know spanish but um (laughs) patatas bravas yeah amarillas um and so it it would literally all my friends that would come over my mom was like the best cook they would come over and eat at our house but they would just be like what oh we're having green spaghetti so they would go by the (laughs) by the yellow potatoes we're having this you know and so color-coded yeah everything was a color-coded thing Mm. we had pink uh pasta we just (laughs) all this pink green yellow it, it was all the sauces do you eat meat I do. You do eat meat and yeah. fish and everything yeah. like that. I probably shouldn't eat. I don't eat it as much moving to L.A. because it's just not as – I mean, it's good here. Like the fillets are good. Yeah. It's just everybody's a sushi and fish and, you know, vegan. So I don't <laughs> eat it not as everybody. much. Not I everybody. Mean, yeah, a on. lot of people though. But it's easy to eat healthy in, a, in L.A. Yeah. But once you get out in the country, you know, we've driven around the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And in Mexico, I think I gained like eight pounds. Yeah. Mexican in food is less really... than two months. It's you know what? I think so carby and they just passed us on the uh, the most Obesity. obese country. Yes. You know why? Number one, numero uno. We did that to them because oh, there was not McDonald's on every corner. Now there is. There's like KFC down there. There's so much fast food yeah. that's cheaper. So they just they go to McDonald's to feed their kids. Right. Um, and so when I was in school, they're like, we blame you. 
the Americans, you guys brought this crap food into our country. We we used to make our own, and so it's but kind Mexican of, food is so good though. It is good, but they do. It's really fatting. You like yeah. said it's a, between the chips and the the tortillas and the um, beans and rice at every the meal. Beans and rice, and it's all carby and and lard. So they cook good. with just straight up yes. lard. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, yeah. Every Mexican household I ever went to, there's a big canister of lard that they cook everything in. Yeah. Do you know Puerto Vallarta doesn't have Uber yet, but Guadalajara oh. did? Oh, they did? It was awesome. Yeah? Because Cheap. the cabbies, you know, they kind of rip you off from time to time. It's not that the Uber drivers won't. It's just that you can see what what it's going to be before you get in the car, right? Like you get at least an estimate. Hey, that's so great. if they take you the wrong way, yeah. I mean, really nice, just like here. So you the nicer cars, they had the bottled water for you. They I was did. Awesome. Oh, I that's had great. no idea. That's a travel tip from Lisa Alvarado. Yeah. So in Guadalajara, the main cities, Mexico City, they have Uber. And Puerto Vallarta might be coming too soon. I have a friend in Mexico City. I've never been. I really want to go. Yeah. Did you go to Acapulco? She has a place in Acapulco, too. I think years ago. Okay. I've never been. Yeah. I, yeah. Mexico, I just, it's one of those that it's so close yeah. that I just think I can always just go to Mexico. You know, I could go, exactly. ah, I'll take four days and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm just trying to do all the far away crazy stuff that's, I always think it's like, eh, I can always get to Mexico. Yeah. I, I used to drive to Rosarito all the time. Oh, really? When I first moved here about 15 years ago. But See, now, I haven't even done that. It's, now it's scary, right? It's scary. Yeah. I what mean, you got say? like teenagers with rifles oh. at like every stop point i've been pulled over by the cops a bunch of times and Did you extorted bribe them? Yeah. yeah you you don't have a choice they'll throw you in jail or they'll you know That's i, I remember one telling one that. guy that i was like what's your name i'm an, your, your mother will be ashamed and i said that in spanish oh. <laughs> i'm like your mother's ashamed of you right now <laughs> my friend's like that shut one big up point. they're gonna put us in jail I'm well, like, dude, like, so the people like in Puerto Vallarta and the Mexican people you talk to, um, they, what's their feeling on the, this insane, is it just taken for granted? Like, oh yeah, the police are corrupt. You know, we don't want to get to that point in the country. I mean, yeah. as we get, you know, it, it's, it's some of them abuse, are when people get to a point of any kind of power, they just abuse the shit out of it, whether it's political or anywhere. Yeah. And especially in a poor country, usually yeah. if you're not in born into a family that has any kind of money. The only way to rise up is either through the military or some kind of government position or a to drug, get any drug dealing. Yeah, or to get any kind of to get any kind of power. Right. But once you get there, it's you know, you don't use it to clean up the place. You use it to like line your pockets and it's really kind of frightening. Yeah. Do they sad. just take it as a way or do they, they consciously try to like we're kind of get rid of it? There are some really I think great um law enforcement people out there that are honest that are really actually trying to get the drug dealers which is why there was some explosions and attacks in Puerto Vallarta the week before I came there was like right. a, a bank w- was set on fire and some cars and stuff so it was a little scary but they shut down basically for a day and then the next day everything was everybody went back to work I had no idea that it was like kind of no big deal there yeah um, because even even though the um, drug dealers are you know, obviously really bad and, and there's murders and stuff. It's mostly within their community. They don't really try to even, they could have killed hundreds of people, but they just went to a bank that was empty. They went to cars that were just parked on the side of this. They didn't kill people, which I thought was weirdly. They had a little bit of respect for their own people. They just wanted to make a point to the police 
that if you take one of our guys and you put him in jail, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So we're going to ruffle some feathers. But it, it's very interesting that they still kind of have a respect for the normal people that are, they don't want to hurt them. I mean, maybe they're their clients, yeah. so they don't want to hurt their pocket. Well, we're the clients, the main clients. Yeah, I mean, they have exactly. the, the citizens have to look at us and go, well, the reason these cartels are so powerful is because you guys keep buying drugs. Exactly. You know? yeah, so they got to have some over. more resentment <laughs> towards us, yeah. as if they didn't have some already. Right. And then Trump calls them racists right. or rapists. Rapists. Yeah. They're both. Trump's the racist. Well, whatever. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember. You're confusing your R's. I know. <laughs> Trump's the rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unlike, unlike an Aussie who doesn't even use the R's. Yeah. Um, okay. So wrapping it up, what, um, what do you think this kind of travel and, and this experience and all the experiences you've had overseas and, and in other cultures, how has it changed you as a person and maybe how you look at the world and America and everything else? I think uh, I'm I'm so blessed to have been able to do it because raising my son on my own this whole time I couldn't really travel. I mean, Wisconsin was like a huge trip for me. So oh yeah, hey there. Yeah. Um, so I I just think comedically I would be stronger just because you you have to be able to relate. And I'm not as naive. I'm still naive because I have to get out more. But it just taught me so much more appreciation actually of being American and like I said, being treated differently as a woman and respected more here and given more opportunities is great. But also I love the Latin culture, man. It was, it's been so amazing to just kind of dive into it and, and go to my roots and, um, can't wait to explore it more. Yeah. Well, I mean, you haven't seen your true roots. You haven't yeah. been to Peru yet. I know. Not since I was little. And you'll find that that's different than Mexico. For and sure. And then you'll go to Colombia, and that'll be different. And yeah. then you'll go to Argentina, and it's like, wow, this is a whole different vibe yeah. down here and in Chile. And it's just yeah. it's so been, diverse. I mean, all the places. Yeah. I mean, it's just that, that was the closest. So I went there first. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then and then I'll go to Peru. I've been to Argentina and Brazil. Oh, you and, have been? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I went to Argentina because of a guy. Oh, uh, here we go. You know, I would have just... That's go- a whole other hour. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, our that, that's another hour. I would have I gone to Peru, but, you know, of course, he's Argentinian and we need of to course. go there. Yes. So Why, but, that was... Were you what, in Buenos Aires? Yeah. But I love that city. Yeah. Did, did you like that city? Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. We went when it was kind of cold, though. I remember oh. just not oh, that wanting was it? to walk around. Oh, you, were, you didn't much. go down there and live? No. Oh, okay. No. No. Did you take a tango lesson? Though? I didn't. Oh. I just, uh, it's probably the guy kind of ruined Argentina for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. The whole country went down Yeah, the whole, the whole country That's is so a little funny. arrogant to me now. Yeah. You can you pass know, for Brazilian. You look like a lot of Brazilians. I bet they all spoke to you in Portuguese when you were there. Yeah, I actually understood Portuguese a little bit. Because oh, yeah? it's They're very similar. Similar to Spanish. But it sounds kind of Italian. It's, it's really di- weird. It's different, yeah. but if they speak slower, I can understand it. It was just close enough to screw me up even more. Right. Exactly. Like I was getting it all wrong in, in Brazil <laughs> and Portugal. Yeah. Oh, well, but okay. Where can people um, see where you're playing? What's your website? And everything? I am at lisaalvarado.com, which is A-L-V-A-R-A-D-O. It's not Alvarez. It's not Alvarado. It's, <laughs> uh, um, and I'm starting this new comedy room that you're going to 
Oh, in Culver City. Yeah, that you're going to be at and some really awesome comics. The second and fourth Tuesday of every month, we'll have Comedy Night at Jocks or Dailies in Culver City. Jocks for, what was it? J-O-X-E-R, Joxer. Joxer. Daily, D-A-L-Y. How'd you find this room? I started a room there 12 years ago. Is this your neighborhood? Is this like your moved here? It's in my hood and it's a cool Irish pub and... I just happened to run into the owner and he's like, you remember when we used to do those comedy shows? And I was like, yeah, I was thinking about starting another one just to have a space for me and my friends to work out okay. in town. That's it's fun. right down the street. It's free. Um, a lot of great comics. Will we, will we be uh, bothering people as they enjoy their beverages? Do they even know so. there's a show going on? Will be... There's a stage. Which will is they nice. turn off the TVs? Yes, while they're going to turn okay. off the TVs. <laughs> they're going to give the comics two drinks, which is more oh than wait, most I'm places. in yeah, sold exactly. And um, he he really does actually support the show. He said if necessary, if the people at the bar are being loud or whatever, we'll just put up a partition. Like he's actually willing to wow. spend some money and put a partition up, which most people are like, we're not even going to turn the TVs off. Yeah. And I think if the comics are great, people will listen because they're like, oh, this guy's actually funny. It's, they have something to say. So, oh, well, I'm out then. Yeah, I know. That just that just ruled me out. <laughs> well, we were going to have you just sweeping. So. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Burnett style, I'll be sweeping up the floor. But when you travel to all these different places, do you try to actually get up somewhere and do a set? If I'm traveling solo, during the day, I'm always off doing something and taking photos or something. Right. It's only at night. Like you have a shower, you want to have a nice meal or something and yeah. go out. That's when it gets tough and gets a little lonely. And it's like, it'd be nice to have, I can go to a club, hang out, meet the other comics, maybe do a set, maybe not even just, even just a hang. Yeah. Just somewhere to go. Right. When you're solo, you want, you know, you don't want to be creepy guy at the end of the bar. Like, hi, I'm here for a day. <laughs> now I'm getting a little old to do that. You know, it's like, that's what hostels used to be good for. You know, you'd meet a lot of people in a youth right, hostel. Right. And now I'm not doing that anymore. So just like. Just to talk to people, you know, it, it's kind of cool to do. I tried to line some stuff up in like Stockholm and Helsinki and things, but uh, oh, I'm going, fun. yeah, in the summer time of year, they just said it's dead this time of year because everybody's off in their Leaves. lake houses and yeah. their beaches. And, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. And I'll find something to do. Sweet. I kind of like turning it off. I kind of like leaving the business and not, that's my relief. You know, that's kind of, do this feel, is a separate thing. Do you feel rusty when you get back? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, that's I what, when I was. You're performing a lot more nowadays than I am. Yeah. I don't do it. Like I'll go a month or so without going on stage. I know. And, and when you do this traveling thing, it's. And sometimes I'll do ships for a while, and then that that makes me rusty for L.A. clubs. Yeah. Because ship comedy is totally different. Than, oh yeah, it's a different thing. You know. Then and then you come here and you're like, oh, that joke's not going to yeah. go over. I can't do that. Oh, I got three minutes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the the really trendy stuff doesn't work on the ships. You got to no. do the you know family and whatever. Sarah Palin kills on the ships. I'm sure. Yeah, it does do well. Yeah, I mean, those are her people. If the those people, are her people. Yeah, I mean, some of them are too dumb to even get the dumb jokes. Mm-hmm. It's. <laughs> Do they get mad if you're making fun? Why are you making fun of Sarah? Yeah, some of them are very into she's her. Nice, which is she's, she's, crazy. We voted for her. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Good. You're part of the problem, man. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you for coming. This has been cool. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad it's, it's been a while since I saw you. So I'm glad you can make it. Yay! Thanks and, for having uh, me. Sure. And uh, adios. See, now nobody says adios, do they? And no. Th- that's like a final. 
like someone's dying, you say, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm leaving forever. So hasta mañana, hasta luego. What are the, what's hasta luego or mañana or? See, I like Brazil. Ciao. I like the ciao yeah, in Brazil. Ciao, good. That's yeah. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. I'll say ciao to you then. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. ciao.